0: Good evening, afternoon, night, morning, whatever you find a way to watch or listen to this. And again, I've changed my shirt, so I wouldn't wear the same shirt for three straight recordings. So you guys would know that I I did three recordings in one day. But uh, here I am with another guest. Uh, This time we have our first. Well maybe, maybe a second coach. Yeah. Second coach on our podcast in uh, coach Buck Buchanan of Hendrix college out in Arkansas. And uh, don't worry. I mean, we're not talking X's and O's. So, so Jackson is not missing out. We're instead talking about scheduling type things, uh, which of course you guys know is my strong front, but uh, coach, uh, before we start off, do you want to talk about the Hendricks program a little bit about yourself? I, I know we talked uh, to a great extent off camera and it, it was a blast.
1: Well, um, obviously I'm, I'm Buck Buchanan. Um I, uh, uh, well, I grew up in Texas. I played Texas high school football. I went way far away from Denison, Texas, all the way to Sherman, which shares a border, mind you, and has the oldest high school rivalry in the state of Texas and called the battle of Acts. And Denison has won the last 10 years. You just got to throw that in there. Um, but I went way far away to Sherman, to Austin college, uh, played division three football. It was in AI at the time. Then we transitioned to division three while I was there. Um, and then, uh, again, I was, in I. Told Omar earlier that you know I chose that because that's where I wanted to play football uh, and I was passionate about playing college football and and getting a good education. And that was one of the best schools that I could go to. It was in a reasonable vicinity and able for me to play. And I played for some great coaches and I played for great high school coaches. And I and I'm probably coaching because of all those people. And then I went I, I I played there for four years and then I coached there for three years. And then I went on to Louisiana College, where we started that program from scratch with a lot of great coaches and great people and I was there as an assistant and probably every known capacity for 13 years uh I think I was on the flow chart to be president if if there was a catastrophe I don't know but I'm glad I didn't make that uh make that happen but uh When I left Louisiana College, um, I just kind of got to a point where it's like, man, I'm either going to go be a professional fisherman or I'm going to be a head football coach because I'm just kind of where my life's taking me. So my wife out prayed me and I got this job. We had and uh, we started football back from scratch at Hendricks after 52 years of being with no football. So uh, and most people didn't think we could start football here, much less be successful with it, to be honest with you. So um, we were able to. Uh, and again, I've, I I worked for a great administration and great people that supported us and allowed us to to have the things we need to be successful. We have got great facilities, we got a great education, and a great school and a great town in Conway, Arkansas. And that's hard for prideful Texans to say that we like living in other places but Texas. But I actually love, do love it here, and and it's a great place to to be. And I think that that sells itself and and. And so we've been able to put a program together for the last ten years, and we've had ups and downs. Uh, we won our first game back. We were we had a winning season in year two, and year three we won a conference title, went to the playoffs, um, and year four we our top offense in the history of Division three with six hundred yards a game. Uh, we've been ranked in the top of the region three times without going to the playoffs, and. Uh, and then we played in that spring season, the COVID season, which brings us to what we're about to talk about in uh, War Memorial Stadium as we won the Western Division title for the, the, the conference and we played Berry College, which was the Eastern uh, uh, winner. And so, the, and which was a great matchup. And unfortunately, we lost by missed extra point <laughs> and 21 uh, 20. It was a great defensive football game and it was a great game to play in and be a part of just wish I'd have had two points better than, than Tony K. So, uh, but we're we're great friends and we battled for 10 years because they started their program at the same time and it was kind of the trajectory we were both on and and we've shared a lot of the victories over this league. Um, and we've been down a little bit uh, last year, but we're, we're trying to fight our way back and get to back where we were before COVID because COVID hadn't necessarily been kind to us in, in some regards, but for that year, we, we made the most of it. So that's a little bit about me uh, and how I got here. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, Coach. I mean, really, really appreciate the intro. Um, you know, I really like that phrase. Uh, my wife outprayed me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that from now. <laughs> that's that's a good one for sure. And I'm sorry to open up old wounds with this topic on, uh, you know, the missed extra point and everything in that, oh, in that championship right. game.
1: Hey, it's like I told the guys after the game, like who did not enjoy playing in that football game? Yes, you want to win. Yes, all that stuff, but who didn't enjoy playing in the football game? And you know, there's nobody that raised their hands like, well, I didn't like playing in that game. No, it was it was a great football game against two great teams that, that that slugged it out. And unfortunately we came we came a little short. And but it's that's not what you're gonna yeah, you're gonna remember you lost that game, but that's not the thing you remember 20 years from now. And I tell that when we're recruiting, I mean, like, yeah, we're gonna win football games and we're gonna have a ranked program and all that stuff, and that that's great, but Twenty years from now, when it won't matter, because let me tell you something: being alone is not worth it. You need to have these guys around you. I'm, I'm looking at a picture from my D line that I played with in college, and I draw strength from them every day. That's what I want our players to have. And so, and I know that that most everybody we have in our league that we play against are all the same type of coaches and players and people. And so, it's a really cool league to play in, and people really care about each other. And but we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to knock heads on a Saturday and we're going to we're going to we're going to fight tooth and nail to get victories. But at the end of the game, we'll we we all know that we're really great students, really great people. And we're going to be great things when we leave these places.
0: Um, I mean, i really well said, Coach. I mean, really appreciate that. You captured the essence of being a student athlete and being, you know, a college (laughs) football player. I mean, really, uh, I guess that wasn't the main objective of this interview, but it's just it's just an added bonus. And I really appreciate it, Coach. Uh, so moving so going to our first question uh, when did the idea of playing regularly regularly at War Memorial Stadium begin
1: Uh, well we we would always kind of toyed around with that idea uh, because it's something that's unique to Arkansas uh, every college program in Arkansas which we have a lot of division two schools I mean Hendricks back when we played before we back 50 years or 60 years ago now but uh, we're in the uh, Arkansas Intercollegiate Conference and there all the D2s that are in that league now or, or in there. UCA was in there, um, and so um, almost everybody had played in War Memorial except for Hendrix, really, um, and it, they weren't on the record. and And so it was something we had toyed around with, but you know, in our first few years, we were just wanting to make sure that we played on campus and gave our guys a campus atmosphere, and then it was just kind of hinted at here or there, and we didn't really think it was much of a reality, but. But when we when COVID hit, um, and we were talking about spring season and and what we were going to do, and and so all of us obviously our league didn't play in the fall, and we weren't even in school in the fall. Uh, we were all remote, which that is a whole other thing. That uh, and as we talked about before the the podcast, I mean that you. You're in coaching because of relationships. I mean, like, I, I don't know how other people are, but I'm in coaching because I love building the relationships with our players and being around them every day, and I just love playing college football all but the first three days of fall camp, I might add. Those three days were terrible, and I questioned my existence and, and probably the crossroads we all go through. But But after that, I mean, I was loving college football, and I just didn't think I could step away from that to do anything else and it wasn't real work, so the thing I pride myself on is our players, and being, and having a relationship with them, and our coaches, and being around each other every day, because that's kind of what, if you can't play, then do this, because that's the closest thing we're going to get to do it anymore, and, and it's, and it's fun, and and you're, I'm trying to have our guys have the same experience I had as a player, and get the things out of being a player that I had, that I think I hold dear, and, and that's all I want, and then when you're not around them, it's like, what in the world just happened and why am I here? What are we doing? And I know all our players were that way too. And and so as a coaching staff and not our coach staff, but the, the league as a whole, we were talking about scenarios where we were going to play in the spring and all this stuff. And and the best scenario was that we divide up into East-West. And, you know, a lot of us were in favor of that, but I think Coach Urban at Trinity is the one that actually proposed that model of playing the East-West division And, and then, you know, playing a championship at the end. And I was like, well, we're, we are the central most school us and Millsaps are the central most schools to the whole rest of the conference. And, and I know that, um, when we were talking about it, it's like, man, we, we, we'll be able to host, we can host, we, we, we do a great job of game day, uh, management and all that stuff. And Millsaps and us were both willing to host, uh, you know, two games apiece. And I was like, here's an idea. What if I could get War Memorial Stadium and we make that our venue and everybody comes here? Because again, every, every, all but one other team was going to travel anyway. So it's not costing anybody really any more money, but everybody can come here. And it's really about what Trinity and Barry could do because they're the outlier, most outlier, you know, Barry's in Georgia, Trinity's in San Antonio, Texas. So those two teams being able to drive to a central location is it was was crucial, and War Memorial gave us a great venue to be able to do that. And we have to thank the War Memorial Committee. We have an alum that that's one of those one of those guys, uh, and he really pushed that forward for us. Uh, and 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 I mean that's that's how we kind of got the ball rolling on it. And and then he pushed that up the 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 chain. His name's Daryl Coker, and then Monty Coleman got involved and. Uh, you know, they're, they're really in tune with Coach Strange and a lot of our former people that played on our teams back in the 60s. And, and that was important. And then the governor, lieutenant governor got involved and said, this is a good idea. And, uh, and we made it work. And, and they gave us an unbelievable price to be able to do that. And, and so when we as a coaching staff, as a conference, just it was like, this year has been total nuts for everybody. No one likes it. And our kids deserve more than playing four football games in the spring. What can we do to make this as special as possible for them? And that's really what it came down to. It's like, let's give them a great venue to play where we all can get together. And, you know, because we've all played at places where we don't want to go or dress or shower. (laughs) And. And let's get us a neutral site and a place where they're used to having big time college football. I mean, the Razorbacks used to play there at least one game a year. They played almost half their games there back in the day because this state fairly rural, everybody could get to little rock. So um, that was a special venue. And again, they made it worthwhile to where we actually, you know, were able to break even on the whole deal and, they you know state arkansas made their money none of us had to come out of pocket for our for our institutions to be able to play there so everybody did their part to make that happen uh, because yes they could have charged us an unreasonable amount yes they could have made more money but they were pretty much at a break even and they wanted all of our kids to have that opportunity as well
0: yeah i mean that sounds amazing coach and just a, a great reward i guess i guess uh a great bow on, you know, a season that's remembered for so many other things, um, you know, with that pandemic here. But coach, I got to say, you sound, you sound altruistic, you know, talking about looking out <laughs> for Barry and the in the school in San Antonio when you just want an extra home game. I, I, I you don't have to, you don't have to have to disguise no, I mean, like that. I know you want extra home, I game. After
1: home game. I said, we'll host them here at ha- at the house, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it really was,
1: it really was a special event though. I mean, and um and I was hoping, man, this this could lead to more things in the future. Uh, I'd already kind of talked to them a little bit about things that we could have done in the future. We were, we've were, we always sort of, myself, when I was in the American Southwest Conference, had proposed the American Southwest Conference SC, SCAC game for teams that don't go to the playoffs because, you know, D3 bowl games are big in the Northeast. They're not big in the South. And we don't have a lot of conferences in the South between the – Really, the SCAC is not a football conference anymore, but the SAA, like us, the ASC, uh, USA South, and we and we have a lot of really good football teams that don't get recognized by going to the playoffs. I mean, there was a year where we lost to Mary Hardin Baylor at Louisiana College by one score, and they won a national championship. and And we're sitting at home going, "Well, we could have beaten quite a few of these teams in the comp in the, in the playoffs," but that's not how Division Three works, and people don't really understand that. There's 240 schools and only 32 go to the playoffs and 28 of those now are automatic qualifiers. So there's not a lot of room for, if you don't win your conference. So there's a lot of opportunities in the South and I would love for us to be able to promote uh, a, maybe a SAA game versus uh, ASC team as well. And this year was the first year that uh, we sorted that in preseason. We, we didn't play the, not preseason, but uh, non-conference conference uh, McMurray, who our former offensive coordinator is the head coach Jordan Neal, and one of my really good friends that uh, Tony Joe White at, at Birmingham Southern, they met at War Memorial this year in the first game of the year from from uh, McMurray and Abilene and Birmingham. So instead of them going really far for each other, they're meeting at War Memorial for two years and making that work. So it's sort of proven that we could play an ASC slash SAA matchup because. I'll give you an example. Last year, Harden Simmons stayed at home and they were, they were, they were easily one of the best teams in the country, but they didn't get voted in. Um, Our, our conference had two teams in Uh, Trinity lost to uh, Mary Harman Baylor in a really close game in the first, first round and Birmingham, uh, you know, won their first round game and then played Mary Harman Baylor in the second round. So, uh, but Harden Simmons could have easily been there too. And so there's a lot of good teams in the South and it's something that we, thought we might could do but on top of that once we we proved we could have a our you know we could support you know four games in war memorial uh then we could definitely play one so we we've contracted out now that we'll play one game a year there every year um and that's it's easy for us to play Millsaps and roads because those are well obviously our our closest geographical rivals but also uh it's it's roads can come in a day trip and, and our trip to jackson or their trip up here is not excess you know a really long trip so those are things that we we've tried to prepare for the future and and make sure it's a good environment now one thing i'll say is we don't fill it up because it's fifty two thousand. Um, it's just it's it, there's a lot of ghost men in there but one thing about war memorial that's freaking awesome is is a loud stadium and you, and you get some of the sec coaches that have coached in war memorial they say it's like that's not death valley in Baton Rouge on a on a Saturday night, but it's but it is a loud stadium and it reverberates. So even with our smaller fan base, it reverberates and it is a great atmosphere uh, for a night game. It is really fun and I think our kids love it. Um, and I think it's a good uh, uh, opportunity to, to tell them, you know, this is a venue uh, that you know a lot of a lot of people played in that that are have had story careers in the SEC and the in the NFL um, and our HBCs that, that have played there over, over time. I mean, it's just a really uh, great uh, place to have some history and, and share that with the tie that binds us all together as football people.
0: 100%. And I mean, I love the point with the D3 bowl games because, uh, you know, of course, uh, as a writer, I mean, I mean, I'm very in tune with the with the D3, I guess not really bowl picture. Cause I mean, I'm still understanding the D3, uh, playoffs. Cause I did not, I was, I, I knew there's a lot of teams. But I wasn't aware that there like 240 teams, which, uh, I mean, it's, it's very, very big landscape. So, I mean, it's good to have these bowls and I hope there is a bowl um, for, for, I mean, the South, cause uh, I guess my research started with like war memorials on, I, I guess, I guess one of these days at work, I got bored at my desk and I uh, started looking up, it was on D3 football, went on a rabbit hole and saw that, uh that McMurray and Birmingham Southern, the game you mentioned was uh, on Labor Day weekend, ended up writing about that too. Um, you know, it was, it was a, was a fun piece to write. Well, I mean, It's just great to have these these games at these type of stadiums. I mean, yeah, you just mentioned the I mean, I guess I guess this ties into my next question, too. It's like you mentioned, like playing in a stadium that, you know, legendary Arkansas players have played like Darren Fadden, um, Brian, you know, Brandon Burrowsworth, you know, one of my favorite movies, greater. You know, shed a tear really quick, but, uh, but um, you know, just the great players that have played in Arkansas. So, like, do you think just playing at War Memorial Stadium, having that contract has helped you guys in, rec- in recruiting in the SAA? Uh, does it give you guys an edge?
1: I think uh, I think, yes and no to some degree, I guess. I mean, uh, being able to promote that and say, hey, it's, it's it's an opportunity for us to go do that, especially for Arkansas st- student-athletes. They host all the state championships there. So every Arkansas high school football player wants to end their career at War Memorial, end their high school career at War Memorial. So some of those guys do. Some of those, we have guys on our team that played for state championships and played there before. We have guys that always wanted to play there. So giving them a venue and opportunity to do that, that's sort of a check mark off the list of, oh, those are things I wanted to do. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, all I wanted to do was play in Texas Stadium. I should have said all I want to do is win in Texas stadium because we didn't win when we went down there, but, but we got in the playoffs and we played down there and lost to the state champions, but so be it. I should have said, I wish we'd have won. I wanted, all I want to do is win in Texas stadium. I asked for the wrong thing for a long time. You got to be careful what you ask for. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's something that's kind of special and, and, and having that ability to, to to sell that as a, as a, as a venue, as, as one of the things we do. And then this last couple of years, we, we played. have uh, uh in in Prosper their one of their new stadiums the Children's Health Hospital Stadium in Prosper Texas to try to give us a venue that's you know a really great venue to play at that that we can pack the house and a lot of our families from Texas can come to uh, without a lot of struggle and a lot of our a lot of our recruiting base is in the Dallas Fort Worth metroplex so you know having a game there was was big for the last couple of years and I think you know, some of us are trying to do that more and more. Uh, even though we have a nice place on campus and we fill it up every Saturday, um, having a bigger venue to put more people in is 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 good for that. So I think it helps. I mean, I, and plus, I mean, obviously, if 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 you're a recruit and you come to that, it's a great game day atmosphere. Whether you're cheering for us or against us, like I tell our guys, who cares if they're cheering for you or against you? At least somebody showed up to watch you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's a great point, man. Uh, I, I wish, I wish my coach would, would have said that honestly back back in my high school days. But uh, I mean that that's that's I mean that's just great for the program that these players are playing, especially like uh, with I mean D three football. I assume that a lot of the recruiting base is going to be within the state. That I guess like you know these players feel the sense of nostalgia, you know the sense of glory days playing at War Memorial Stadium. So. It's just – I mean, it's great to hear that, Coach. Um, going to my next question, um, you see, of course, I'm an outsider to uh, to Hendricks football, so I'm not sure who your fiercest rivals are. Um, are you in a spot where – is this program in a spot where you're, you're going to try to play your fiercest rivals at War, War Memorial Stadium? Are Rhodes and Millsaps huge rivals of Hendricks?
1: I think that's – I mean, I think if you ask people from Hendricks who their best, who their biggest rival – we're kind of a weird place. Like, our biggest rival probably would be Rhodes because it's geographically close, but their biggest rival is Swanee because they played for the Oracle cup for the longest time. So, and like, it could be argued that our rival is Austin college because, you know, myself and our original defensive coordinator, we played together at Austin college and that was just a natural deal. And, and uh, it could be argued that our rivals, trendy, but trendy's rival is not us. So I mean, like it's like we're in that we're in the that like we could call anybody we want rivals, but I don't know if anybody's calling us a rival. You know, <laughs> I think the closest thing for us to actual rivalry is us and Barry because we started at the same time. So football is probably different than everything else, but again, it's that's hard to say. But I do know that every coach in our league had said, Hey, if you want to play us at War Memorial, we'll be more than happy to do it because <laughs> everybody enjoyed their time there and in and the facility and, and getting treated so well. Uh, so it really is just, we're trying to work it out really what's best for the schedule. And we like to play there kind of late in the year because you kind of like that crisp fall air. You like that football feeling. And, and that just gets a little few more people out there in the stands and, um, I think that's special. So we're trying to keep it there at the end of the year. Uh, but in, in as the, we don't know where our future conference schedules are. So it's hard to know way out who, who that is. But this year it's playing roads there in, in week nine for us. Uh, and I think next year, I have it written on my board, I think um, it's roads it's in week eight for us. I think for next year. So uh, after that, it's hard to say because um, we could possibly play, you know, another Arkansas school and play them at the first game of the year if it's a non-conference or something like that. Um, but, um, but I kind of like it there at the end of the year being a night game and, that, again, that fall atmosphere, crisp air. It's just, it's just fun. And then part of that works into what their schedule is because, you know, they, they try to host Arkansas there a year still. I mean, once a year there still, they try to host uh, Pine Bluff there uh, for, for a game or two. And then, um, and so they're trying to develop venues as well, and so it's working in their schedule too. And there, there's a lot of high schools that try to play there. And once in a while the the biggest high school game is not the state championship there, it's uh, the Salt Bowl between Benton and Bryant, which is west of Little Rock, and it's a it's a it's a huge rivalry, and that draws, you know, actually a bigger crowd than the state championships. do. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I, I guess I. Uh... I mean that's that's good to know. I mean it's it's funny that point you mentioned about all the schools. I guess you know they they would you know on the you know the flip of a coin would would play you guys at warm Memorial and claim to be rivals. You know it's, it's just funny how that works out. But <laughs> um, uh, I, I guess that's something you have to work out with with the, you know the coaches in the, in the conference for sure. But um, I, I guess a question, another question I have, coach, is uh you know comparing. I guess as a college football fan and writer, um, you know just like there's always a constant argument about like, you know, oh, this game should be played on campus. Like, you know, these two big programs should play this game, you know, on campus, you know, not at a neutral site. So I guess like, uh, I guess what, what's, how does the experience at War Memorial compare to like the on-campus experience of a game at Hendricks? I know they both have their benefits, but I guess I like, have like, what's the true comparison?
1: Uh, The true comparison probably is, you know, when you're playing on campus, you get the, you know, the walk over from the cafeteria, you get the, you know, you get that, your, your campus tradition, I guess you would say, you know, but then again, when you're playing at a neutral side game, you have to develop your tradition for that neutral side game, especially if it's something that you do every year with with that school or, or those schools, or if we were on the, she was on the foot and we were coming there every year or every other year, um, so that part goes kind of like, that's how you got to create your tradition for that, you know, in terms of all right, we're going to get on the bus. And this is how we're going to do this. And this is how we're going to enter. And this is how we're going to go through the tailgate area. And so you're creating your own tradition at that point, um, which we obviously are pretty good around here because, uh, you know, we started from scratch. You know, they asked me, what do you do to to start from scratch? I said, just add flour, you know, so we did it. And next thing you know, we got a football program. Um, uh, That's, that's one of those things where Again, but you, but you, there is something special about just coming out of your locker room and it's your home and it's, you know, and that's that's the trade-off a little bit because you know it's the that familiarity that you that you lose to some degree, but again, I think you gain in, in just the venue and the and the nostalgia part of this is this is a, an interesting neat experience that we don't get otherwise.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I see both sides. The start of the tradition because, uh, I mean, you mentioned the cafeteria thing. I know everyone's got their thing, you know, Clemson with the buses, you know, going down to, to the, the stadium. That's the first thing everyone's that
1: popped in thing. my mind because that was on, you <laughs> know, one of the stories last week or whatever uh, looked on Football Scoop. And that was one of the talks about having to drive the bus around the stadium and all that. So, yeah, I mean, that was the first thing that t- popped in my mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off little more.
0: Oh no no you're fine you're fine I mean uh, yeah just I, I that was the only tradition I I had in mind but I mean yeah but also too it's I think you forgot to mention another thing too I guess uh you know the I guess the added aspect of games like the War Memorial game is like getting people out of uh, out of their homes and buying stuff you know I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the local the local government the Chamber of Commerce at, at Little Rock really appreciates uh you know the tourists the tourists from Conway traveling and buying keychains and, and postcards and whatnot <laughs> so yeah no doubt another added impact <laughs> that
1: is a good that is a good event. and it, and it was a good impact when we had you know four games there and it was it was a really cool experience except for that one point but anyway (laughs) but but it was good again and and in that time i think everybody was just trying to grasp for something that was going to be positive because it was just a really tough time over over that over that fall and spring of covid
0: absolutely and coach i mean i have one more question before before we close um, so Arkansas, the Razorbacks are playing less and less games at Little Rock uh, at War Memorial Stadium, which understandably it's, it's a tough drive, you know, for uh, for students, not not a tough drive, but you still have to drive at least an hour uh, from Fayetteville to Arkansas. Can you make the statement that with Arkansas playing less at Little Rock, that Hendricks may now soon become Arkansas's college football team? Well,
1: I'd love to make that argument, but I don't think that can be substantiated because I don't think anything is going to tear away an Arkansas fan from University of Arkansas. So, it, it, I mean, we're lucky they don't call the hogs at our game. So um, p- point being is, you know, Arkansas is going to be Arkansas's team. There ain't no doubt about it. We don't have professional football here. That is, that is the team. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm really glad that they're doing well and, and, and coach Pittman is, 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 you know, I, I always joke, you know, cause I'm a line coach too, you know, and, 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 you know, us line coaches, you know, we don't get a lot of opportunities to be head coaches. So they're like, we can't guarantee a lot, but I can guarantee you one thing. We're going to eat good and sleep good. <laughs> cause that's important to linemen, you know, skilled players, they can go without that stuff, but linemen ain't and not going out without it. Um, I don't think we're going to be Arkansas football team, but uh But I I will say that I I think that you know we're going to try to take a piece of that market share uh, in Little Rock when they don't play there, and I think that's part of what opened up some avenues for us because they were exploring other options to get college football there, and and they do host some other stuff. I mean they host the junior college, uh, uh, they hosted the junior college championship, and they they and an all star game and some other stuff that they do down there. And you know they used to do uh, some camps in the summer and whatnot. So there's a lot of football activities going on there, and it's expanded because since Arkansas is not playing as many games there, and you know that's always a question every year uh, to whether they're going to play a game at War Memorial. And I, I I see the argument because you know when you have such a nice place in Fayetteville, it's hard to come down there because you know it's it's that's home, that's really home, and it's you know it's two and a half hours. It's not like oh, we're just going. to – we're just going to just take a little trip down the road for us. It's get, it's get on a couple of charter buses and go 25 minutes down the road. And we're there. It's a little bit different. So, cause there, but there was a time one of my former colleagues, he, he coached it with Hatfield at, at, at Arkansas and, and uh, coach Hatfield has been good to us here too. So shout out to him. But anyway, uh, they used to stay in Conway at hotel and then go to Little Rock. So it's like we're staying in a hotel and then going to Little Rock, like the big dogs did. Right. So we always say the big times where you're at, make the most of it. So we're, we're staying where Arkansas used to stay when they went to play it in war memorial back in the eighties. But uh, the point being is we're not, we're, we're trying to take as much market share as we can. And, and we're not trying to make a lot of money off of that or anything. We actually don't, I mean, for that game, we do charge because we do have to try to break even on the game, but For our home games, we don't even charge uh, because we want it to be something that the community can come out to bring kids and not have to pay an arm and leg to do because there's plenty of things that they have to pay for. So hopefully we're giving them a good brand of football on on the field and let them come watch. So that's one of the few things we do charge for at War Memorial. But, again, uh, hopefully we we, – the only bad thing for us, too, as I say – is we don't know what the TV schedule is for Arkansas that far out, so we schedule the game at 6 p.m., and we're just hoping that they've got the noon game so that way we don't have to compete with with television time.
0: Wow, that that is that's something I just I didn't think of too. These twelve day selections, I mean, not uh, for the TV, uh, and coach. I mean, that's that's very noble for sure. Uh, just uh, you know, providing fun for the family and and everything. But uh, you know, I'd like to believe that Hendricks is on the rise as Arkansas's college football team. And you you mentioned you mentioned uh, Coach Hatfield, which uh, I'm gonna get something really quick. I'm sure I'm sure you'd like it. Just uh, come back and show you. Being an option guy, I, I love, you know, I've come to like, you know, rice football, you know, just uh at least maybe maybe not now, but just you know, playing the old video games, knowing the triple option. Yep. So I, I used to know. love the winged helmet, used to love the winged helmet as a as a kid playing the video games. So I mean I uh, found found this found this sweatshirt online and got it. But uh, I mean I didn't think there'd be a coach Hatfield reference because I mean he is he is one of my favorite coaches. Uh, you know, just uh, doesn't get enough credit for the stuff he did. I mean, no, he not just at he Arkansas, but rice too. I mean.
1: Yeah, his uh, his uh um I can't remember if his parents or grandparents were uh Henders grands. So he's always been really good to us and me. And and man, he's such a good person. And and uh that's that's the thing about Arkansas that people sometimes don't realize. You're we always talk about, you know, the South being friendly and all that stuff. And of course there's plenty of places aren't friendly, but 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 point being is Arkansas is like a one phone call away. You're one phone call away from somebody that could do something and and you're, you, you can be in touch with somebody because our population is not huge. I mean, the majority is in Little Rock and Northwest Arkansas, but it's just like getting this game off the ground. You can, you can be one phone call away from something. And same way with our graduates. I can, I can pick up the phone and call one or two people and we can have job interview like that, you know, cause we're, we're, we're respected as Hendricks and, 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 again, you're one phone call away. And I think that's something that's kind of neat about about here. It's, again, why some of us prideful Texans end up living here, I guess.
0: I mean that that's that's a good perspective. I mean uh, I haven't heard people say that about you know my home state New Mexico about it to, from I've heard Texans say that about New Mexico, but hopefully one day uh, you know they, they can't say that, Coach. But uh, I, I will say this, like I mean you know just being a, a service academy fan, you know at Army, like uh, people forget that it was Coach Hatfield that brought the wishbone to to the air force academy um and you know just start off that route i mean i uh, can hatfield coach hatfield walked so uh fisher DeBerry could run so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just, honestly i'll leave it at that you know I'll, I'll leave it at that but uh coach this has definitely been a pleasure uh hopefully uh we can get you back on the podcast uh, sometime for X's and O's talk with Jackson. And I, I know Jackson would have a blast, uh, you know, talking, talking X's and O's and everything with you, you know, and you know, I'll take a step back with my journalist side. <laughs>
1: that, you can see, I think you're, I think you're serving that one up. So that you're just like letting everybody know. I can ask a question that it doesn't really need to be asked, but they'll, they'll think it's just a journalistic question. So you try to set me up That's- for failure there, Omar. I see how this goes. It's all good. I'll I'll have some kind of smart one liner to come back, but anytime I'm, I'm available, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty easy to to get and talk to, and unless unless like we got delayed because I had a had a player I needed to talk to because we had a he had a death in the family, so so those things, we're still we're still everything under the sun, and for anybody's listening, is coaching. You're not just coach. You're sometimes dad, sometimes brother, sometimes disciplinarian, sometimes just the shoulder people need to cry on sometimes a little bit. So don't take your your, your jobs too seriously to where you can't be there for your kids.
0: <laughs> well, said, Coach. I mean, I, I have fond memories of my high school coaches uh, and, and, you know, how they were there for me. So, well said, Coach. It's a great note to end on. Appreciate the time. Sound like broken record, Coach. But until uh, next, everyone, peace, love, and soul.